Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche from the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with March 23rd and 24th, 1919, Part 2, pages 234 and 235. March 24th, 1919, Part 2. It seemed to me that he was especially interested in the Jesuits and wanted to find out if there were any around here. He also wanted to know my opinion of the Bolsheviks and their relations with the Church. He was still a young man, clean-shaven and very adroit. He gave the impression of being much-traveled and boasted of having been practically everywhere. His features and speech were similar to those of a Jew. Besides, he was much given to boasting and bragging about his position. He came with Father Lubianietz, the seminary inspector, who apparently believed Father Bailulis's recommendation. I told this gentleman and commissar more or less this, the following. If you give the church real freedom, I, of course, will be very happy and will naturally take, make use of it, since the present situation is intolerable. Now is not the time to invite the Jesuit fathers here or to Russia. First, let us have peace and tranquility. Then we can evaluate the situation in which the Church finds itself and decide what to do. He had also said, and perhaps this is what he was really after, that the Bolshevik government wanted to establish relations with the Holy See with the help of bishops von Rop and Wojinsky. He asked me if I would like to contribute to this effort. Besides, he said, would it not be better if we delegated a layman, namely him, to deal with matters concerning the Holy See? I answered that, in my opinion, there was no need to search for new ways to communicate with Rome. If the Bolshevik government wants to do so, it can request that the Holy Father send his representative here, as Monsignorati is in Warsaw, and Archbishop Pacelli in Munich. Then we, the bishops, would have direct communication with Rome and would not need to delegate direct anyone. At this time, I can not join in the effort on which you say you have agreed with bishops Rupp and Wojinski. I would have to see uh, them and confer with them myself. It seems to me that it would be desirable to wait for better times." The gentleman also asked me if I wished to send a letter to Bishop Rupp through him. I answered, thank you for your kind intentions, sir. Since the normal flow of life has stopped, there is not much to write. And finally, if you, sir, really intend to do some good for the church and are able to do so, go ahead and do it. We shall be very pleased and God will reward you. He assured me that the Bolshevik government would most certainly change its behavior toward the church and would give the church complete freedom. He could speak some Polish, but asked that he be allowed to speak French or Russian. Since Father Lubianiec said that he preferred Russian, that is the language we used. I could not tell exactly what he wanted from me. Perhaps he had some other plans. This much is clear. He is no Jesuit novice and probably not even a Catholic. Later, he appeared elsewhere in the city and spoke to some of the priests, ostensibly looking for me and for Father Lubianiets. When I tried to find out what he had been saying, it appeared that he had said one thing to some people and something else to others. Uh, 
My God, my God, how careful one has to be here. Today at four o'clock in the afternoon, I gave a conference to the educated ladies on the topic, What is Holiness? I spoke in Polish. Father Joseph Wojtkiewicz will give the rest of the talks, although I may deliver one more myself. In the second part of the entry, Blessed George continues to write about his suspicious visitor who works for the Bolsheviks and claims to want to help the Catholic Church. He was looking for Jesuits in the area. He also wanted to hear Blessed George's opinion about the Bolsheviks and their relations with the Church. He was probably gauging whether the bishop could be compromised or not. Blessed George told him that he would love for the Church to have complete freedom. He didn't think that it was the proper time yet to invite the Jesuits to open something there. He wanted to help the Bolsheviks to establish relations with the Holy See, this uh, a suspicious gentleman. And Blessed George is cautious about being drawn into something before having the chance to confer with the other bishops. Blessed George wrote that they spoke Russian during the meeting. He couldn't discern what the young man was really after. Blessed George believed that he had not been a Jesuit novice and that he probably was not even a Catholic. Blessed George discovered that he spoke to he had spoken to other priests in the area, pretending to be looking for George and for Father Lubianiets, both of whom had been in the meeting with them, with him. He gave different stories to different parties, increasing the suspicion that he was probably a spy. Blessed George cries out a prayer to heaven for protection. It is so important to be careful what one says when one meets someone. And Blessed George gave a retreat conference that day on holiness to some women of the diocese. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org 
slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.